Hello lovely people and welcome back to the Bible and Faith podcast. In this episode I had a really encouraging conversation with the lovely Robin all about entering the world of work as a Christian and how best we can reflect the love of God and be a great witness to the people around us in our work environments. Um, I hope that this episode really encourages you and uplifts you and that you enjoy listening to this conversation. So without further ado, I'm Daisy and this is the Bible and Faith podcast. Today on the podcast, I have with me here the lovely Robin. Hi Robin, how are you? Hi Daisy, yeah, I'm really well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, So to kick off this episode, it would be really great if you could tell everybody listening a bit about you and what you're doing at the moment. Yeah, of course. So yeah, I'm Robin. Um, I live in Leeds with my lovely husband, Wes. We've been married for um, three years now, which is crazy. The time has gone so quickly. Um, (laughs) And I work for a really amazing charity called Christians Against Poverty or CAP. Um, as a debt advisor and approved intermediary and I've been doing that for two years so um, I kind of started my working life after I graduated from uni Um, I started yeah work as a ministry trainee at a church uh, in Buxton and then I came to Leeds a year later to start my job at CAP. Yeah and so it would be great if you could uh, tell people a little bit more about CAP and what they do and what sort of uh, their mission is as a charity. Yeah, of course. So um, CAP is a, an amazing, amazing charity. It was founded um, 25 years ago. A uh, guy called John Kirkby, um, who had a real passion for um, So we are a debt help charity. So um, people come to us struggling with all kinds of debt so um could be you know like your rent or your council tax you know your big big kind of um everyday household debt so it could be credit cards or um kind of spending cards anything like that people have such a wide range of situation and um what i love about where i work is we treat everybody as an individual you know they're not they're not just a number um Mm. so yeah we we have clients call us um with with kind of problems with debt and through the the help of the local church uh, we have centres all over the UK and uh, somebody from the, the centre will go out to a client's home or um, I guess in COVID I've been ringing, ringing up um, and we have an, they have an appointment. Um, they collect all the paperwork, all the information, which can be so overwhelming for some people, I think, because, um, yeah, like having mountains of sort of red, angry paperwork through your door and people hounding you and harassing you for money. is so stressful mm. and... Um, yeah, so our amazing debt coaches go out, they, they collect the paperwork, they get everything together and they send it back to us at head office where it's sort of processed. And um, yeah, the, the team will evaluate the client situation depending on um, their circumstances and we'll have a look at advising the best route out of debt for them. Um, so I work in the insolvency team. So that's one of our long-term, long-term teams where insolvency is the option for our clients. So um, my role is to kind of help clients progress towards bankruptcy or a debt bankruptcy. Um, mm. And I, there's so much stigma around around bankruptcy or or debt relief order or you know debt, and it's such like a taboo subject that of of money. Um, mm. But I really like I'm so passionate that you know people can be released from debt, and it's amazing to, to sort of 
do debt free calls with clients when they've reached that milestone that they've no more no more they've no more debt and that's just amazing um mm. and so i'm super sort of passionate about social justice in the uk and um yeah like the rate of poverty is absolutely ama- like insane here in the uk and it's like right under our nose and we don't even know about it and i the world of sort of debt and poverty has i really was so sheltered to be honest with you before i before i worked at cap and just seeing the the rate of poverty um in the uk is is honestly heartbreaking so i love what i do is making a difference to people's lives and you know cap is also an international charity so we've got offices in in new zealand and australia um and cap america and cap canada started a couple of years ago as well so it's really a like a real international mission and international outreach the like at the moment which is amazing um because so many people need the help and yeah there's so many people suffering and you know like being crushed under the weight of debt so it's amazing that that you know cap and uh can do something about that and yes yeah, it's, it's really it's really inspiring to be able to to work for yeah something i really believe in yeah i think it's so great and it is amazing to know that the work you're doing is having a real impact and uh, making a real difference in people's lives and i really resonate with what you said about the fact that you thought you were totally sheltered and i think that i am definitely sheltered in lots of ways um, yeah and it's good to be reminded of the fact that not everybody is as fortunate as you and actually yeah. you can often do something about that yeah um, absolutely absolutely yeah. And I think you know especially with with cap it's not it you know we treat everybody in a really holistic it's a really holistic service so um our sort of centers are paired with the church and we have you know people locally who work for the church who really get alongside people you know we have so many clients coming to faith and um it's amazing really to be part of the mission of you know not only helping people with their debt but also drawing people closer to Jesus as well and I think that's what I love so much about it is that yeah we are so faith focused and yeah Mm -hmm. it's just it's amazing and you're right I'm I'm so I'm so so sheltered before about anything to do with that that um but yeah I'm, I'm really really grateful that that God has used this to really open my eyes to um the situation in our country and all over the world as well Mm, yeah uh, so the first um, specific question that I've got for you is mm. what do you think that you found the most challenging about working for a Christian charity? Yeah, it's a really great question. Um, I think I sort of, when we moved, we moved to Leeds not knowing anybody. Uh, we moved to Leeds for my job. So we moved from a place we'd both grown up, from a church we were really involved in, from mm. our family, from our friends, um, somewhere new and quite far away from where we lived before and so I think one of my concerns when we moved was actually um how would I get to know non-Christians in the area like how would I make how would I make connection with people who are not Christians Mm. and so I think one of the things that we were really challenged by when we moved is we really wanted to um like practically look at that in our lives and think about where we would meet people and so um me and uh, my husband Wesby joined the running club here in our town and that's been an amazing amazing opportunity to meet lots of people in the community and we've got so many great friends there now we're really you know a part of that club and um yeah really have enjoyed getting to know people that way um mm. it's also kind of embedded us in the community that we're in um having moved um here as well we've got nice neighbors and getting to know them and I just think yeah one of the challenges was definitely going to be how do I meet non-Christians but I think by proactively inserting ourselves into our community and not just going to church and going to work 
we've mm. been able to actually uh, to actually do that and I think that has been a massive massive blessing as is the club the running club that we're both part of and I think I would just say to anybody who was going to work for a Christian organization like it is amazing in that everybody at work shares yeah shares your kind of viewpoint um but it is also challenging in the rest of your life to kind of after work be tired and be like oh I don't want to go out I just want to stay at home and um yeah but I would definitely say that's been that that was a challenge but um and it still is to sort of proactively still seek out opportunity in our community but it is also yeah a real joy to be able to to look for things in our lives where we can reach to others Mm, yeah I think it's probably really easy if you're I've never been in this situation personally because I've always gone to like a non-Christian school with lots of people who aren't Christians and living Mm. in the UK anyway like being a Christian you are definitely in like a very small minority um but it's very easy I feel like to get caught up in a sort of Christian bubble I guess the phrase I would use is yeah Um, and I think it's so important to remember that we are called to witness to non-Christians and it's very hard to do that if you don't have friends who aren't yeah absolutely and I think as well at uni um for some for some of my friends at uni especially like they really enjoyed that Christian bubble because it is a place where you can be among other Christians and it's the first time that there's a large group um of Christians Mm -hmm. in the sort of Christian union or at church where there's other Christians your age and like you you don't have to interact with non-Christians if you really don't want to um so I think yeah it's super important to sort of proactively insert yourselves into things at, at like at uni or at, like outside of work where yeah where you are going to meet non-christians and be a witness and um yeah make friends who are who have a different worldview to you I think is still really important mm-hmm. um and just do it like living alongside people you don't have to always be sharing the gospel although that's a really great thing to do um just like walking alongside people and how you live and how you act and what your priorities are people get to know you and they want to know like what your life is like and so being able to share that with them is is a real great way of of witnessing um Mm -hmm. to those around you yeah uh so now we've touched on what you found the most challenging about working for a christian charity Uh, on the flip side of that what have you found the most rewarding about working for cap yeah i i just love i love my job for so many reasons but i think one of the most rewarding things is is definitely having amazing amazing colleagues who share yeah the same view as me so you know being on the phone to clients can be hard sometimes when people are angry or sad or frustrated um and you know being able to sit down after a difficult call and and pray with your colleagues like that's such a privilege and a Mm. real blessing to be able to do and I think sometimes it's easy to like for me to lose sight of that a bit but like reflecting on it and when you send me these questions I was like oh that that really is amazing that I can do that with my colleagues and I was Mm. kind of reflecting I had like a really hard couple of weeks a a couple of weeks ago at work it was just super busy I had a lot on and I like cried with my manager for like 40 minutes in a meeting (laughs) um and at the end he was like you know what let's just pray about this and I was like that's crazy and like no other workplace would you really get your manager who wanted to pray for you and I just think that's such a blessing um yeah and just being able to like offer prayer on the phone to clients is amazing and you know not being in a workplace where I have to be like quiet about my faith or like scared of sharing things but one where you can be really open and 
um, a workplace as well that cares so much about its employees is is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think there are so many rewarding things about working working for a Christian charity. But I think definitely a big a big thing for me that I love is is just um, yeah my amazing colleagues and um, and the work as well that the charity do. And I'm just inspired every day by by the work that everybody does. It's just really amazing. Yeah, it really is. And hearing about it is. Oh, it's just so encouraging. And I think mm. as well, um, so we talked about like the Christian bubble, but the other side of that is like when you are in an environment with Christians, you just are so encouraged and uplifted. Yeah. Um, and I know for me, a couple of weeks ago, um, I was having a particularly, not even a couple of weeks ago, like last week, mm-hmm. having a particularly hard week. Um, and I just spent a weekend surrounded by Christian friends and I felt a million times better on the other side of it yeah. because I had been reminded of the fact, like the people that I was in community with, not only did I know that they were praying for me through this difficult situation and that they were like just showing love in all the ways mm-hmm. that they acted and spoke. It was just the reminder of the fact that we were all like striving towards the same goal. Um, and we yeah, all absolutely. Jesus. And we all want you know, to share we're all him. brothers and sisters in Christ, aren't we? So we're put on this earth to not only be a witness to those who don't know him, but also to do life alongside those who do. And that encouragement is just, yeah, is always so uplifting, as you say. So, yeah, definitely also to cling to your brothers and sisters uh, is a really good thing. Yeah, it really is. Um, and I didn't ask this question before, so I'm, I might have caught you slightly. <laughs> hopefully you'll be able to think of something to say to us I'm sure you will um but I was just thinking that another question I have is what's like a piece of advice that you would give to somebody who wants to work like either in ministry or for a Christian organization or anything that involves like working in a Christian environment yeah that's a really interesting question and I think working in in ministry is is quite different to kind of um working for like a charity or an organization and I think I did work in ministry um, for a year and um, there were parts of that year that I really enjoyed but there were parts that really just didn't suit me or my my personality my way of working Um, and I did find it really quite hard at times and I think that um, if you're going to think about going into ministry like a you need to be considering kind of how you kind of you work like what kind of worker are you are you somebody who does better when they like you like there's no boundary between work and home like you just kind of go 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 and you can switch on and off easily and you love the kind of the in between like I don't really know how to explain it but it definitely is for some people like that lifestyle of being at work and at home that that really suits some people but it just didn't suit me mm-hmm. um I'm someone who needs like a very clear like this is work and this is home and this <laughs> is where you're like switched on for work and this is where you're switched off for home and it just didn't suit my way of working. So I think if you're going to go into ministry, you really need to consider whether that's something that your personality would suit. And I think it suits everybody differently. But um, I think, you know, like if you want to consider ministry, doing something like a traineeship is a really good opportunity to kind of explore that and have that time to to consider it. And so many churches obviously offer that, um, which is great. So yeah, I think going into ministry is, is really rewarding um but it is also it is also a hard job it's it's not just making the tea um, which I think (laughs) some people think it is um but I think if you're considering working for a Christian organization 
um consider the heart behind it like do you support what they stand for do you are you passionate about their mission and there are so many christian charities who all strive for different things like education and and social justice and poverty and there's, there's so many of them around if you look and i think you just have to really love the the heart of it um, mm. and if you love the heart if you love what they do um you know why not why not have a go like this is a role I never thought I would do I never I was never good with money like not with money but with numbers or um like I was never good at maths that was never my strong suit and now I like work with money and numbers on a daily basis so mm. the Lord leads you to crazy places but um <laughs> sometimes you just have to give it a go and sometimes it might not be for you um but I think yeah I'd really encourage anybody to like really explore the heart of why they want to get involved with a Christian organization but I I would say it's it's really rewarding when you do yes and absolutely unprompted no prep for that and you still came up with some (laughs) absolutely amazing advice (laughs) and I'll definitely be thinking about that for myself in the future so thank you for that yeah you're Um, welcome and so the next question is sort of along the same kind of lines, I guess, but more broad. Uh, what is a piece or pieces of advice that you would give to somebody who's about to enter the world of work in general? Oh, yeah, that is a really good question. Um, I think that when you leave uni or when you leave school to like, just a side note, going to uni isn't the only thing you can do. You can just not go to uni um, like my lovely husband didn't. Um, and you can just obviously enter the world of work from school. So I think it's really important to know that even if you end up doing your dream job, every day isn't going to be a really good day. And mm. I say this from a place of absolutely loving my job and loving what I do. But most days are pretty mundane. You know, you go to work, you do your job and you go home. And I think that um, sometimes, especially like on TV or in the world around us, it's very much put to you, especially leaving uni. It's like, oh, you're going to get your dream job. It's going to be amazing. Every day is going to be great. You're going to be working so hard. And it is for like, you know, the first couple of months when it's really new and exciting. But um, having been in the world of work for a little while now, I definitely think that um not every day is going to be a good day but ultimately I think if you're sort of good days do outweigh the bad days then that's pretty good and Mm. um, you can still enjoy your job and not have a good day every day and um, I think that was that was definitely the advice I would give to somebody about to start work because I think it's definitely romanticized that every day is going to be going to be really great and um, the likelihood is it's not (laughs) not to be negative but um that's definitely my findings but um I love my job I love what I do but not every day is a good day yeah I think it's very it's very good that you shared that and it's very honest because I think especially in school my experience has sort of been that teachers push you to get the best grades possible and to work really hard because the end goal is sort of romanticized like you said is having Mm. your dream job like if you work hard enough if you do this if you do that you'll end up in a job that you really enjoy and your life will be really happy Mm. and that might be the case but it's not the case for everybody and even if your life in general is very happy and you do enjoy your job like you said it's not gonna be all sunshine and rainbows all the time and I think you know uh, work is like you I spend most of my week at work, right? Like five days a week, like 8.45 till five. 
I'm at work that's where I spend most of my week with my colleagues and doing my job and I think it's just like you know you have bad days at home so you have of course you'll have bad days at work as well Mm. um so I think yeah I would definitely I would definitely say like just because you might go through a bit of a bad patch at work maybe like you can't and it's new and it's it's all like yeah you think you're gonna love it as much as you do at the you might find like get us a little bit down boring but that's okay like just keep going and ultimately yeah. I think you know you love a job if you keep kind of going back for it and yeah you're still there for the the good part so I would just say like don't worry too much if you're not loving it as much at the moment or maybe like maybe that's time to consider something new but you know you don't have to stick with one job for the whole of your life you can do several mm. jobs and um a lot of people do change career quite often. So I think it's, yeah, you're not set, set in stone with the job you pick straight out of uni either. Definitely, yeah. Which is very encouraging to me as somebody who's not even gone to uni yet. It's very nice to know that I don't have to have everything mapped out. <laughs> you absolutely don't. And I think, you know, one thing like that's amazing, obviously, about knowing the Lord is knowing his plan for your life may lead you to somewhere completely different than you ever thought, like, I honestly never thought I'd be doing this job. I never thought I'd be living in Leeds. Um, that was never in like my plan, but ultimately mm. it was in his plan. And I think, yeah, having watched it play out over the last couple of years, um, yeah, like I think it's really great to look back and be like, oh, this is where the Lord led me. And it was it was definitely in his plan for me to be here. Um, so that's a real encouragement to me to like look back. But um, yeah, just trust that. Um the Lord will 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 guide you and he knows where you should be and he'll place you in the best place for you to be um, yeah yeah especially with work and like with where you're meant to be location wise as well sometimes hmm. it's definitely important as Christians to remember that because like we were talking about before the kind of romanticized ideal of having a perfect job and in a perfect place and if we're honest I think most of us kind of have that sort of dream ideal I know hmm. Two years ago for me, that was going to drama school and like being in musical theatre. And now mm. like my like dream job is completely different to that and something I never would have imagined myself saying two years ago. So I yeah. think it's just really important to trust God in all situations and remember that his plan is what's best for us. Yeah. And ultimately might be something you never dreamed of, Daisy. In a couple of years, you might be saying, yeah. I've got a new thing lined up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, and so the final question is, what is a piece of advice that you would give to somebody who is struggling in their faith? Yeah, I think, yeah, that that is also another good question. <laughs> um, and I think when I was thinking about this, I think, yeah, people who say they're struggling in their faith, I think maybe I'd I'd advise them to kind of look at the root of what your struggle is at the moment, like, you can be struggling in faith for so many reasons like it might be the circumstance around you you might be really angry with where things are at like I know through lockdown I've certainly had my moments of being really annoyed with God and being like why is this happening like why can't I sing in church why why am I locked down like why have I got no like feels like I've got no freedom to do anything at the moment and I think that can be portrayed as like a struggle in faith but I think like ultimately I was struggling with my like personal you know my personal like um how things were in the world and that doesn't really impact 
my relationship with God. Like ultimately mm-hmm. I know that he loves me no matter how I feel. And I think that is like the biggest piece of advice that I would give anybody is that ultimately if you're struggling with knowing where you're at with God or maybe you're struggling to pray because I don't know, you're sad or you're angry or your motivation is down. We all have those those times. Um, but I think ultimately knowing that like we as as humans are so fickle in our feelings, like our feelings come and go and like work is like a perfect example of that, right? Like I'll have good days at work and bad days at work and the mm. day might have been pretty similar. Um, but our feelings are so fickle and we like feel things so deeply, like so quickly. And I think that is something that, god isn't like that like his feelings for us don't change his way of looking at at us as his children doesn't change and so knowing that his like unchanging and unwavering love is still is still there no matter how you feel is a real um encouragement and something you can always be kind of uplifted by um Mm. but i would say like you know practically i think that's maybe a little bit more difficult in terms of trying to understand where you're at um but i think I always find it really helpful to talk to somebody um, like be it a, like a Christian friend or um, I guess if you're blessed to have like Christian parents, then a Christian parent or um, like talk to someone at your church who's a bit more external, like from your your like immediate relations. And, you know, I've done that before, message people at church and like, hey, I'm, I'm really struggling at the moment. Would you mind putting aside 10 minutes and having a chat with me? And, you know, people are always happy to do that. Um, mm. and you know, I've had people approach me and ask for that and I've approached other people as well. So it, it does work both ways and I appreciate you do have to be somewhat confident to do that, but I would say like, just put yourself out there. Um, sometimes the first message is the hardest bit. So I'd say, send someone a message, um, connect with somebody, let them know how you're feeling, let them pray for you. Um, you know, re- like reach out to God, try and spend time with him. And I appreciate when you're struggling, that can be really hard. Um, but sometimes if I'm, in a bit of a low patch or struggling to motivate myself to read my bible then like even just listening to a couple of worship songs and praying mm-hmm. um while they play is like a really good place to start and just trying to kind of establish a connection where you you kind of feel his presence and um yeah just go from there really but i would say my biggest piece of advice is is to talk to somebody like we're not meant to run the race alone you know we've got other brothers and sisters around us who can help us and um even that just means offering some prayer or um just talking about how you feel can can always make you feel better so yeah just know you're not alone in in feeling low or struggling with your relationship with god we all go through those those highs and those lows um based on what's around us and what's going on so yeah you're not alone and reach out to somebody and i'm sure that they will they'll respond in love yeah I love that and it kind of links back to what we were saying before about uh, Christian community and being surrounded by brothers and sisters I think having that community is so important because they're the people who are going to like sit and talk with you and pray for you and lift you up when you're feeling down and remind you of like the truth that is in the bible that God still loves you no matter how you feel yeah absolutely and the what you said as well about feelings being fickle is so true and like, yeah oh it's so true and I think we kind of forget that sometimes because obviously we do actually feel like we genuinely feel things so when you genuinely feel awful you genuinely feel awful yeah of course but it's so important to remember that God doesn't change yeah. It's a really good, <laughs> really good kid song that I love um, that we used to do at church that's literally, I am the Lord and I do not change. 
yeah Um, and I think that's just such a great reminder like even when we change and kind of linking back to what we're talking about jobs even when jobs are up and down or we don't like understand God's plan for us we can trust that he his feelings for us aren't changing and his plan is sovereign yeah absolutely and I think something that's always stuck with me weirdly enough Daisy is something your mum said to me at a youth um (laughs) a youth like I think it was at um at youth group one night and I remember her saying that um like if you imagine a child and a parent's hand like even if the child lets go to cross the road or to run run off somewhere um that the parent's hand will never be the first to let go you know the parent's Mm -hmm. hand has a real grip on the child and will like never let go and I think that's such a good illustration it's always stuck with me um of like God's love for us it's like we're just like a child who's running off into the road or running off distracted by something else but his hand will always be around us and like that will never let go um and I think that's just such a great picture of his kind of love for us over our lives and um yeah the way that we can kind of know that he is like always there he's not gonna change or go away um and I think that's such an encouragement yeah to think about and I yeah I, that's always stuck with me Daisy I don't know why it's just oh. always has <laughs> oh I think that's so good it's such a great illustration And I think that is the perfect place to wrap up this episode. Yeah. So Robin, thank you so much for coming on. It's been absolutely lovely to have you. And thank you for sharing all of the great advice that you have done. Oh, you're so welcome, Daisy. Thank you so much for for asking me. It's really great. And thank you to everybody who has listened. I hope this episode has really encouraged you and given you some great advice to take away. And I will see you next time.